with you, 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 always with you. Welcome to With You, a podcast meant to share the stories of women across the rugby community, to highlight our connections and our growth, and to delight in a good belly laugh whenever we can. I'm Suze, my pronouns are she, her, and I'll be your host. Hello, and welcome back to the show. It's lovely to be here again. I've been inspired to release new episodes weekly, so I guess now this is a weekly podcast. Honestly, that wasn't decided before I dropped the last episode, the last first episode last week, but now it's a thing. I'm putting it out in the world. We're manifesting here. And honestly, I wouldn't be able to do this without y'all, the amazing amount of interest of people wanting to come on the show and people listening to the show. I am so happy. I am so happy. This is great. And yeah, I totally sound like a broken record. I'll be one though. Thank you. 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 This week, I catch up with a teammate from Chesapeake Women in Baltimore. We take a walk back in time but eventually make our way around to discussing the resilience that's built into team culture when you have to fend for yourselves, what it's like to move positions when you join a new team. I really lit up when Mudge recounted like using visualization techniques to get in the fullback mindset, and we share the joy of winning a championship game in ungodly Virginia heat. Also, in case you miss it, I'll tell you here, Mudge was so kind to share with us that Six Nations is currently streaming on Peacock. Um, it's four ninety nine a month. We got a couple weeks left to watch this high-level competitive rugby. Should be fun if you need a little fix. And lastly and quickly, this website is just like getting better the more I figure out how to build a website. <laughs> That's www.withyoupodcast.co. There's still a link up there to a Google form. If you're interested in being on the show, please come be on the show. Any and all ages and experience levels are welcome. If women's rugby has impacted you in any way and you want to share your story with the community, you're welcome here. All right, let's go. Enjoy the episode. You got it. I'm in. Woohoo. Yay. First, first thing to send an email link. Technology conquered. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Very yeah. fun. Me too. Well, I didn't introduce you, but to me, you'll always be much. <laughs> and I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Absolutely. Um, so my... Uh, my birth name, my uh, government name, as they'll say, um, is Marisa. Um, but Suze and other anyone who's played rugby with me knows me as Mudge. And um, that nickname comes from when I was really young and was playing soccer on like a competitive travel team. I was about 10 or 11 years old. And one of my friends on the team, she and I would like play pretend and stuff. We were really little at that point. And there were these mm-hmm. books out back then called Henry and Mudge. And it was about like a boy and his dog, like a really big Mastiff dog. <laughs> and so whenever we would play, um, I would always want to be Mudge because I loved dogs. And so cool. she started calling me Mudge and her dad was our, was our coach. So that kind of just stuck. And once the coach started calling me Mudge, it was over. Um, and my name has a lot of syllables, so it's kind of hard to yell across the field uh-huh. of kids so mudge uh-huh. was kind of like a, a nice kind of uh way to communicate pretty quickly as opposed to saying like marisa marisa like that's a lot right awful. so yeah cool i really like that i also now i want to go look for this book because oh, yeah. i love kids books yeah google They're it fun. it's i don't remember what it was about i just remember a kid and like a really big dog and that was the premise there was this, like a series of them Henry and Mudge. Yeah. And I'm sure they were best friends. And that's oh, yeah. great because who doesn't want a dog best friend, right? I know I do. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> for sure. Well, that's so cool. I I appreciate like that your nickname started at such a young age in such an organic way and like persisted throughout. Yeah. Um, I kind of got Sue's the same way and I mm-hmm. did kind of rename, kind of rebranded again because I went by Susie a little bit in high school and then I was just Susanna to a lot of people. Yeah. But when I came back to Chesapeake, actually, where we played together, I remember awkwardly reintroducing myself to everyone as Sue's. Yeah. Because that's one my mom always called me and I, I like it. Same. It's direct. It's easy to remember and say. People can't really mess it up. Right. And that's how I know yeah. you. I know you as Sue. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's people out there that I've played rugby with that don't know my name. <laughs> Just like you, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Well, let's see. How how did you find rugby? And I don't know this. I'm so interested to find out. <laughs> um, so I started playing rugby in college. Uh, so I went to college in upstate New York. And mm-hmm. I had always played soccer um, up until that mm-hmm. point. So I was looking for a new sport. I wanted to try something new. I was really mm-hmm. set on the crew team. Um, huh. Ithaca College, where I went to school, fun fact, uh, one of their only Division I women's sports is crew. Um, and, you know, I'm an overachiever, Sue. So I was like, oh, I want to be on that team. Like, that sounds like the top yeah. of the top. Um, but mm-hmm. what I didn't realize is that crew <laughs> gets up at, like, 6 in the morning at all mm. seasons and they get on the water and you had to be at practice like five days a week to to row you know on the team wow. and mm-hmm. I had some classes in the evenings and I just like couldn't swing it like I couldn't commit and I went mm-hmm. to the you know the little like organization fairs that they have um yep. every you know semester and the rugby mm-hmm. team had a booth and mm-hmm. those girls just like saw me and just like immediately I had like three girls like up talking to me like hey um are you looking for a sport like you should play rugby and they weren't doing it to just like athletic people like literally anybody that walked within 10 feet of the table got like mobbed yeah. by the rugby team you know like yeah. <laughs> the, rec- I know. the recruiting is serious so I was it like is. I kind of know what rugby is I've I've heard of it I you know know you can kick the ball and pass the ball so I was like yeah sure let me give it a try and that's kind of how I found the sport was super enthusiastic cool. girls recruiting aggressively <laughs> uh-huh. from an organization fair at school. Yeah. The aggression runs through and through, right? I mean, I, it doesn't, doesn't turn off. It doesn't turn off. I carried that energy through all of my teams that I played for. Like, and I still mm. like, regret, I'm not even playing right now. And I still am like, Hey, you guys should like play rugby instead of any other sport. It's the best sport. Ever. Yeah. It's, it's like, we have rugby discipleship. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, I found the rugby team at uh, Involvement Fest, too. I had heard about them and went looking for them. Mm. I also remember being that, like, sophomore, junior, senior, on, a, like, on, a, on the table at Involvement Fest, just everybody. Like, I don't care who's walking by there. They look like they want something to do. Like, I'm going to talk to that's them. That's right. It didn't, and that's what I, like, enjoyed about it is that they weren't, uh, like, it wasn't, like, a selective, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, she's tall, oh, you know, it was just like, oh, she's walking by, like, let's go talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very wide net. <laughs> yes, very wide net. That's a, such a cool thing. It's such a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Um, so I wonder if you had the same experience. We had, I think only my first semester of rugby, we had good numbers and but even then, I don't think it was that great. What were your numbers like? Uh, yeah, I think there were there was definitely a year. I think as I moved through the team, it got better. Um, mm-hmm. So I started college in, I'll date myself, which I'm not even that old. It's so okay. it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. I started college in <laughs> 2010, 2011. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we maybe could field like, a side and a half so it's probably like under 30 that's really good yeah I think so yeah and we were a club so we were in a varsity sponsored sport sure. um Same. by my senior year it was much better um probably I know over 30 girls and now uh when I played on that team we went to uh playoffs for the first time ever in that four years and 
um, now that wow. that team like had a, a really successful couple years after that. So I think their numbers have been way better in the last like four or five years since I've left. So they've grown a lot, that's, which is really cool to watch. That's really, really cool. Yeah. 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 So do you remember what your first practice was like? Um, remember that the one big thing that stands out to me is that we didn't actually practice like on a field. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like a field at all or just not on a rugby not field? on a like it was a little section of grass like outside of a fence of a softball field next to a parking lot <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. it was it was grass um and there yeah. weren't that many people at practice uh the mm. team my team in college practiced five nights a week but you didn't have to show up five nights a week uh that's a lot of practice. To it run. was. Yeah. So we made like wow. the requirement for playing time was you had to show up to at least three, three practices that week to start on Saturday. Wow. So that was kind of the minimum requirement. Um, mm-hmm. I think there were maybe like 10 or 15 girls. And I just remember being like, oh, this is where you're practicing. Like, this is crazy. And they're like, yeah, we're a club. So like by the time all the varsity sports, you know, get their field reservations in, like there isn't much left. And no, no sure. one's using this piece of grass, so we're going to use it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And they haven't kicked us off. Right. Yet. I was like, oh, that's kind of badass. Like, we're kind of just doing our own thing, and we're still going to get practice in. And I learned how to tackle yeah. my first practice. So uh, we did, like, cool. the drill, like, on your knees, starting on your knees, and, mm-hmm. you know, practicing each shoulder and driving into the hips. Um, I think we also did Good. some rucking with ruck pads. And cool. once I got to the, like – tackling someone slowly from my feet I was like oh yeah this is it like this is all I want to do like I just want to put people in the ground um playing soccer (laughs) you know you don't really get to do that a lot unless you're at a Mm -hmm. high level and you can slide tackle without drawing a foul um but I loved like the physical aspect and like that first practice I just remember it being really fun um and pretty easy going and I remember it just being everyone was really nice and, and just wanted me to have a good time. And I think part of that is like when the team is small, like you just want people to stay and stick around and like see what they're capable yeah. of. Um, so they definitely were yeah. welcoming to me too, which was really nice. Yeah. I, I was going to ask like, what do you thought about contact? But you obviously immediately fell in love mm-hmm. with it. And same. Once I started hitting things, I was like, mm, yeah, this is definitely like a me. light, like, this is like cool. a light bulb and just like that adrenaline rush you know of like oh that was fun like I want to do it again you know and never I never yeah. want to stop doing it <laughs> absolutely like I don't know how I've lived my whole life without this right right and I what what was life like before rugby I don't know <laughs> I I did actually uh I did martial arts as a kid like all through high school so I was comfortable being hit and hitting people already mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like a cool. different outlet in a different way. I had just never done it on like a team sport before. So it was like sure. unlocking like, oh, I can do this. So everybody on my team gets to do this. Like, that's great. It's not just me. It's like a team. And I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you grew up playing soccer and you did some martial arts. Is that the, did you play any other sports growing um, up? Soccer, martial arts, and I ran track and field. So I ran through high school also um very very short distances you know like 100 100 Mm -hmm. meters maybe 200 and that was yeah you're you're a sprinter (laughs) you're a sprinter not as fast as I used to be you know well it happens to all of us we get we we age you know it's something about these bodies they change sometimes in like just really awesome ways and sometimes you're like man I'm just not as fast as I used to be and that's that's okay it is okay okay. yeah and we get smarter oh yeah so I think that's been a saving that was a saving grace for me in the last few years of playing was like I knew the game really well and I was smart on the field so I could make up for the fact that I wasn't as fast anymore you kind of sacrifice Mm -hmm. like the physicality of your younger years with strategy and how do I how do I play smarter not only to like conserve my energy because like you know, mm-hmm. 80 minutes is a long time. <laughs> it's a long it's time. A long time. And yeah, yes. how do I conserve that energy? How do I make sure I can recover? Um, especially if you're yep. playing at a, at a high level. 
uh, you know, being able to play yeah. week after week and being able to recover after yes. it. You recover slower the older you get. It's just a fact. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even conceptualize recovery when I was a kid. No way. Like a kid when I was no in college. Way. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't think about it. We would just play and play and party. And I don't know. I, I, I think I started doing yoga sometime when I was in college, but that was just because it was part of like P90X and I wanted to be super yep. fit. It wasn't out of a honest place of like, I need to think of longevity, but now even off the field, like not playing, not playing rugby for, it's been almost two years yeah. now. I still work out and um, actively think about recovery. Yeah. It's a, it's All a critical time. part of the process. And it, I mean, yeah, you don't think about it when you're young because you bounce back so much faster. And like you said, like so play, fast. party, play, like not even thinking about nutrition and like how, uh-huh. oh my God, hydrate, hashtag hydrate. Yeah. <laughs> you must <Yeah>. hydrate. <laughs> For sure. It's so it's necessary. Like, well, I've, I've been drinking a lot more water recently and then it's very clear mm-hmm. when I haven't had enough because I'm like, ooh, I'm so mm-hmm. thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so thirsty. <laughs> okay, so let's let's do this. Did was there anybody? Did you have like a vet or a upperclassman that kind of took you under their wing? Are you connected with easy easy? Um, so we did a like a big sister kind of thing on our team in college. So mm-hmm. I had a big sister. Her name was Molly. She's fantastic. Uh, so cool. she and I were close in terms of practice, and I like kind of played her position too like she um when I first started playing in college I actually played on the wing which is where you throw new people Um, (laughs) especially in the college game when most people are pretty inexperienced uh especially in the women's women's game yeah exactly fast yep so I got Mm -hmm. put on the Mm -hmm. wing so she kind of helped me figure that out um but I did have another Mm -hmm. close friend who joined the team later um and Mm -hmm. She wasn't a super committed player, but she was really committed. Like, she was more of a social player. Um, and she and I, like, mm-hmm. really hit it off. And so I had kind of, like, rugby on the field uh, role models. And then I had people that I just became really good friends with and became, like, my confidants and people that I spent time with off the field, too. And yeah, it was a cool. pretty close-knit team. But a lot of my – a lot of the friends I made on that team were older than me. So, like, my senior year was kind of devastating because everyone graduated and I was like I'm alone yeah (laughs) um but I tried to kind of pass that on uh when I was a senior I was able to I was a I was an RA all the time I was in college and I was able to live in like the nice apartments on campus and I reached out to like some of the younger girls and I was like hey I get to pick my roommates I know you three are really close there's three rooms you know you guys can come live with me if you want and so I had like sophomore cool. roommates my senior year of college because of rugby and kind mm-hmm. of became like, you know, mama bear to them. And that was really a cool, fun experience to like be able to pass that I on and that. be like, yeah, I'll op- unlock the door at three in the morning when you're drunk and forgot your keys. I'll like make sure you eat and like make sure you're texting yeah. people where you are and all that good stuff. And um, also cool. coming to practice, like <laughs> make sure you're showing yeah. up. I'm going to keep you exactly, accountable. That's exactly. mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that before, but there is that like flip side when you become an upperclassman to share your knowledge, but also the yeah. care. And we, we all need that as 18, 19 year olds on our own the first time we all need a, to be taken care of a little bit or a lot. <laughs> on the weekend. But that's like, that's okay. Like it's, it's good to have, I think that's what's so great about being on that team and being so close is that you know you can be you're in you're in touch with like what people need at what time I think because you are like seeing Uh each other so much I mean I went to practice five nights a week in college to two nights a week you know playing for women's club um but all the other stuff that happens in between you know you lived with a lot of my teammates in college and afterwards this is probably the first time in almost a decade that I haven't lived with someone I've played rugby with you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah currently, yeah. right? Yeah, it's different. I know we talked about that in the when you were visiting mm-hmm. here back in the fall, and how you're like, I miss my I girls, do. and I'm like, 
Yeah, I get it. I need my like my closest friends here in Denver that I've made are were were teammates or rugby players, and I I have to go say hi. Like I have to be around them to be a happy person, to be like a well balanced person, and to bounce ideas off of them and to support them as well. It's beyond valuable. Beyond it, you'll get back on the team soon. You need to. I need to be on a to. team, one hundred percent. Yeah, you I need do. to be on a team. I do. I've missed it so much. I'm sure everyone yeah. last year and this year is like, who hasn't been able to play is just itching for it. I'm sure as well. I I miss mm-hmm. watching it. Like I want to go watch my friends, yeah. with people, you know, or and also get wrecked because <laughs> it happens both ways, you know. So we'll, we'll get there. What you started out on the wing, yeah, yep, right on your in your first rugby game, and did you have any idea what you were doing when yeah. you first got in there, or were they just like go play? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I I don't remember. I have a pretty bad memory of like games specifically. Um, I'm very present when I'm playing, so I don't really like stop any of that <laughs> later. But I do just remember mm-hmm. being excited. Mm-hmm. I remember just being like ready to run. Pretty much what I understood of the job is stay behind the person in front of you, don't drop the ball, and mm-hmm. run as fast as you possibly can. That was, right, when that you was get the pretty ball. much yeah. it. And uh, I was like, okay, I can do that. And I will, like, tear down anybody that gets in my way. That one I added, you know, myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, good. I'll just, You're like, like, okay, I can, I can just run and, like, do this, and I'll figure out the other stuff later. So I definitely got, had, like, a lot of, cool. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, Oh, oh, my, my big thing when I first started playing was being offside. It could be offside all the time because I would just be like, launch off the uh, line like way too fast. And I started on the wing and ended up playing um, in my most of my time in college playing flanker or eight man. Yeah, I was thinking that you yeah. would end up on the flank because you mentioned like as you, when you went to the women's back to Chesapeake, you went joined a women's club. You went out to yeah. the centers, right? And the little little bit of fullback, but I was like, oh, she played pack in college. She was probably a like yeah. a nasty flanker. Like, you just hit everybody because I, I could tell playing with you that you oh, you yeah. enjoy tackling. Yeah, I hate letting someone by like that yeah. is crushing. And if it and when I when I played fullback the couple it times is. I did play fullback, which is terrifying in and mm-hmm. of itself. Um, at Chesapeake, we didn't do a ton of contact during the week. You know, like full contact. So I uh-huh. would. On Friday night, yeah. I would watch videos of open field tackles for like an hour before I went to sleep. Yeah, really? because I was just like had to visualize it. I was like, I need to visualize. If I knew I was playing fullback the next day, I would do that because I, when you're in the center, it's different because you have a little bit of a line next to you. But when you're back there by yourself, it's just mm-hmm. like you need to see it in your head to tell yourself like yeah. this is possible. And so I would do that. I would watch videos yeah. of open field tackles and like just to get myself like visualizing it before I went to sleep the next and then like I'll be ready the next day. Like, okay, like I, I can do this. I've seen it. I know what it looks like. I'll do it. Yeah. You're putting it you're putting it yeah, into yourself to yeah. digest. To wait like wake up with and that it, mindset. It was, it was like a position morning. I didn't play that often. So it was like I need to see it. I need to see what this looks like and like sure. put it in my brain so that when I'm out there, I can mm-hmm. kind of not be afraid of it. You know, like, okay, I know what this looks like. I know what I've seen it. And now I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. I love that. That's because it's so different. It's just, it's a different world to be back there than it is to be anywhere mm-hmm. else on the field. And there's a lot, there's, there's like built-in geometry yeah. that your brain oh my is gosh. doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And con- like risk <laughs> assessment as well. I mean, it's it's complicated, yeah. right? Like trying to decide where to be, how to mm-hmm. position yourself, making sure your hips are in the kind of right place. And I, yeah, it's easy. I also think it's easy to get yeah. so in your head. Definitely, you're back there by yourself. Yeah, I did. You just get that idea all by yourself to watch videos to get yourself like pumped and mentally in the space for that or did uh, someone, someone suggest suggested it to you? I think it was chef. Uh, she was like, this visualization is like a cool. tool. I think it's something that she said helped her. And 
I was like, oh, I'll try yeah. that. And it was especially helpful for fullback just because, and, and like, you know, I just, I, I think I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be like, I don't want to be the one that misses the tackle that scores a try against us yeah. that makes us lose. You know, like there's a lot of pressure. Um, so I was like, it is, right? your aggression <laughs> yeah. is showing. I was like, I don't want to be that yeah. person, you know, and I would never blame a fullback mm-hmm. for something like that because it's not a fullback that loses a game. A team loses a game. Like that's my philosophy on Correct. that. But mm-hmm. when I was playing that position, I was like, yo, this is, I want to do right. I want to do everything I, I do can this. in my power mentally and physically to prepare myself for this situation. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I think visualization is a great tip for every yeah. rugby player. Like, pack fullback wherever you play it's it can be such a great tool that is probably well I can't say in general I want to I was going to say it would be underutilized but I don't know what everybody's doing out there so that that wouldn't that (laughs) wouldn't quite be fair um so you played wing a little while then you got moved into the flank and how how long did it take you to figure out what we were doing like as a team on on a Mm. in a big picture I would say probably that first year was pretty confusing, like a first, like full season mm-hmm. that I played. Um, so college, like fall semester, probably played like six or seven mm-hmm. games. And then the spring, mm-hmm. college spring is weird because you do a lot of tournament play. So then you learn like sevens yeah, and tens. Same. And that's also mm-hmm. confusing because you're like, wait, what's happening? Like now there's less of us on the field. <laughs> like what's going on? Um, yeah. Yeah, so How it do we do this? like a year to really figure out like 15s um, and understand uh-huh. and all the, yeah, all the penalties and the line outs, um, which I usually sit in the yeah. back for. I never, I've never lifted. I've never jumped. So no, you were one of those yeah, shooter like, flankers yep. that was kind of looking after the, looking much, for a 10. Yep. My coach was like, I want hit. you to look at that fly half and I want you to make her life miserable. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah I'm sure you loved that you were like oh "Oh, yeah I loved that I was a big fan of like Um, and it was yeah I think uh in the pack you know from what I remember of it and you know our team was a club team we were a division two club team so like the level of play was not like at the highest level of play in collegiate you know we weren't playing like we had girls Mm -hmm. on the team who Mm -hmm. had never even heard of rugby and they were on a rugby team and that's just how it went um but I just remember like the pack play being something that was I got like one everyone in the pack has like one job like or you work in the pod and like you're with a certain group of people like throughout the game like if I'm not with the other flanker and the eight man like I'm doing something wrong I need to find them I need to like get get my shit together and you're working really closely physically together too like you're never really more than a couple feet away from each other you know unless the backs get the ball and like they're all kind of we're all moving as a, a little spread out, but it was easier to kind sure. of understand the flow yeah. because we were all just really close together. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved out into the line coming to Chesapeake, I felt very a little lonely at first. I was like, ah, <laughs> everyone's, everyone's like 10 <sighs> meters away from me and it's strange. And I don't have as much, uh, you have to think a lot more out there and make decisions. Sure. And those decisions are a little more impactful because there's just more space to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was how I it. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little intimidating when you when you move out of the pack because you have a, I mean, you have a whole group of people like you yeah. were saying in close proximity. Um, yeah, I remember moving out to centers my first, my last year or my last season senior year. I went to a women's team because I just was, I was so <laughs> into it. You know, and it was a Severn River is is still is a great women's team. Still D two, they might be D one now. They've been changing the um, yeah divisions around, but back then like D two, but competitive almost to national level. We went one year. Actually, we went that year, twenty ten. I'm gonna date myself now. That's when I graduated. Oh my <laughs> I graduated God. when you went into college. Um, yeah, they made me a center there, and I yeah, I just didn't know what same. to do with myself. <laughs> I really didn't. I played fly a little bit in college, but fly half has a really mm-hmm. specific yeah. job. And 
like centers don't have the same specific job and it was yeah it was intimidating I think it grew my perspective of the game a lot in a really good way in a really good way so I'll definitely give it that so okay how so you you're in college upstate New York you're from Pennsylvania right and then how did you um, I'm from Pennsylvania but only about uh the town I grew up is like half a mile from the Maryland border so very close to Maryland (laughs) so my my parents like went to school in Maryland and Baltimore my mom is from Dundalk so um (laughs) I love Dundalk it's a fantastic place (laughs) everyone should visit um and Mm. so I, I grew up like really close to Baltimore um after I graduated I mm-hmm. got a job um, answering phones at Under Armour at their corporate headquarters. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want okay. to do the commute <laughs> 40, 45 minutes. So I moved yeah, of to Baltimore, uh, stayed with a friend for a little while, a family friend. Um, and basically, I just knew mm-hmm. that even though it was only 45 minutes away from where I grew up, like I didn't know anything about living in Baltimore. I didn't know anyone my age at the time who lived there. And I really was ready to like strike out on my own and like be my own person. So um, I was like, well, first things first is I got to find a rugby team because that is what I know. And that is like a common interest that I share. So I Google searched women's rugby in Baltimore and first first result is uh, Chesapeake. So that's kind of like how I got to Baltimore and how I started playing with uh, Chesapeake was just like the need to find cool. some friends. <laughs> Community, right? I honestly don't know how I would have, I don't know how I would even make friends in my life at all if it wasn't for rugby. I guess I would have figured it out, but I mean, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of going through it now because uh, I live in California now, and I moved here at the end of 2019, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic happened, yeah. so I couldn't play rugby and do the same thing I did, and so yeah. I, like, had to kind of, like, figure out, like, okay, now what do I do? Like, not only am I not just 45 minutes away from where I grew up, I'm 3,000 miles away from anybody I know, um, so... I found, like, yeah. I literally just did the same thing, but with some other interests that I had. So I like to hike. I went on Facebook. I looked for a hiking cool. group. I found them. And instead of playing rugby every Saturday, I go hiking every Saturday with a hiking group. And, like, that's kind of how I've been fulfilling that need now um, without the sport. So. Cool. Did you think about Chesapeake when you first went out? What was it like to join, like, a women's club, especially – compared to what your college yeah, um, experience was like. So I did, uh, we did have a relationship with a women's club when I was in college. Uh, there's a women's club in Ithaca called the Ithaca Avengers, and they are cool. badass and awesome. Uh, oh, I think um, I've heard so of them. we used them. to play yeah. them, like scrimmage them mm-hmm. and stuff before like bigger games. So I had mm-hmm. some experience with a women's club, and my, cool. my impression of women's clubs at the time was like, holy shit, they're so smart and they're so strong. And they're so much better than us. <laughs> but so coming to Chesapeake <laughs> was like, oh, it was intimidating because my impression of women's clubs at the time was like, these women are probably been playing rugby way longer than I have. And probably some mm-hmm. of them longer than I've been alive, maybe <laughs> at that point. Like, you know, so I was just like very... I, I didn't want to, I was trying to be like really humble, like, okay, like I have something to learn um, because, and, and I was, and I kind of approached mm-hmm. it that way. But I also remember being really um, mm-hmm. not surprised, but like just like being encountered with like the fact that there were all shapes and sizes of player. Um, I think coming from a college team, mm-hmm. most of the people in the pack were about my size. And for those of you uh, who don't know me, uh, wow. I'm about five two and like, 120 no 135 pounds you know at the time so pretty small (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 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 you guys you guys had a small pack you had a really small pack because and then I get to Chesapeake and they're like Uh uh-huh you're in the back right and I was like um (laughs) no but yeah just like seeing the differences of like yeah the sizes that a pack can be the sizes that of a that a back or a fly half or a center can be, I mean, it's so 
the four or five years I played with Chesapeake, yeah. I've played up against some centers, man, like some women who are much taller, stronger than I was at, you know, where I stood. So I think like that was like what I kind of took away is like, mm-hmm. oh, like we're not playing games anymore. Like we're dealing with like every shape, size, strength and experience level. Um, so it was a little intimidating, but I yeah. was also re- just really excited to, I think the other thing I loved about a women's club was the ownership of it too, um, which I got a little bit of in my college team because my college team was a club. So we didn't have any sponsorship from the school that we went to. Um, continuing that same oh like we own this club like it's ours and the people who play are invested Uh in you know managing it running it I was was really impressed by that like not only are there skilled players but like people who care enough to keep it going and like do all the like administrative stuff that it's hard (laughs) yeah it's really hard. Yeah. Did you have, did you do any of that? Yeah, I was on team? the board of my college stuff? team my senior, my senior year, I think. I can't remember my position for the life of me. So I must have not been doing too much. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't the president. No. You weren't the president. I was the president of Chesapeake <laughs> for like a, a season or two. Um, vice president and cool. president, um, which, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big job, but that's so much work and it's like it's a lot of work to think about uh clubs or teams that I think what I was most impressed about is like we and a Chesapeake like we're able to still play and like be athletes and do this other stuff and like think about what we could have done if we didn't have to do the administrative stuff we just got to play like that is just and we still were able to play at a, a yeah. competitive level on both of those teams that I was on um yeah. But I was like, oh man, like imagine what yeah. we could do if we didn't have to deal with all the other stuff, the bookkeeping yeah. and the all that. The fun, oh mm-hmm. my god, the fundraising. The fundraising. <laughs> yeah, the always always mm-hmm. trying always trying to mm-hmm. pay bills was so difficult. Like we need to eat like we need to pay yeah. the school for the field, we need to pay the refs and like we didn't have we didn't have access to do too many things in college. We could do like bake sales. We make like 300 yeah. bucks yeah. if we did really really well. It was the same, um, the same with the, with Chesapeake, but with other women's teams I've been on. I mean, I got really lucky, lucky. I want to say lucky. I'm grateful for it, that coming to Glendale to play with them really did take a lot. Well, before they, they're now defunct. So that's not great. They, the city is no longer sponsoring uh, women's Premier League, any any women's or yeah. men's um, club teams. But before, <laughs> seriously, I could, I don't need to go there. But boo. Uh, but before, you know, just having yeah. the resources of a gym because thinking about being club teams when we would also need to have a gym membership or try to get people together to do outdoor workouts just so we could be fit, yep. so we could move better, and. And then, yeah, the the money part, I mean, it, you're absolutely <laughs> right to dream about like having those, those kinds of resources and how much better. But, I mean, I, I kind of was proud that we didn't have those things because it, when we would play a team, like, yeah, I'm trying to remember, oh, the year, the year in Ithaca that we went to playoff, um, we played mm-hmm. went to Ohio and we played a team Notre Dame College, I think, is who it was. And I remember our coach, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. amping us up before the game and being like, you know, these these schools, like, recruit girls out of high school to play on their rugby team. Like, they have the resources yeah. to have the best coaches yep. and, like, facilities. And, like, we're practicing on, like, the slice of field of the softball field that no one is practicing on. And I, I, we were kind of proud mm-hmm. of that. We were kind of proud of, like, that chip on mm-hmm. our shoulder. And, like, Chesapeake, the same, like, having to yeah. go to Bocek and pick up pieces of glass and syringes and chicken bones and everything. Chicken and then, bones. you know, being able to beat teams that had resources. Right. And like, you felt like, yeah, like we have this like heart and yeah. this, like, you know, something else that we want it a little bit more yep. and you're proud of it, even though like, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm glad I went through that experience and like had to kind of fight for yeah. keeping the team running and, playing and like 
scrambling to find a gym space and uh, it kind of like it, it makes you grow and it challenges yeah. you in a way that you carry with you, you know, forever, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I think it, it feeds really well into the mm-hmm. the necessary like team bonding, like the group, the group mentality. I'm lacking like the correct word for this, but the way that you need to su- yeah. support each other on the field so much that when you have to do it outside of playing a game, it's, you get closer. Like you just become closer and more supportive of the people that you're around and you fight with them too, because it happens like people fight, but there's, you're moving towards a common goal. Yeah. Just like you said, you, you become proud of it and you become, you, you become emboldened by that, the strength, yeah. the strength that you yeah. have to come together. Because it was harder. You're so much more proud of what you've been able to accomplish. I, yeah. I love that. That's really, really mm-hmm. good point. And I like that perspective a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we hit everything. Um, Do you want to touch on anything else? Yeah. I mean, that's like my rugby journey. I wish I, yeah. I mean, I guess like, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Nothing else. I mean, I really miss playing the game. I I think there's so much about it. Yeah. I'd say like in terms of kind of what I take away from rugby, I've always been an athlete as a woman. So I've always been really comfortable in that skin comfortable being physical, comfortable working out, comfortable mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not looking super feminine all the time. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with that lifestyle. Um, but what I really loved about playing rugby, mm-hmm. especially is for women, like being able to watch my teammates that aren't so comfortable playing sports and aren't so comfortable with those things, like grow and change and be more comfortable in that setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like really a part of what I, why I love the game. Like, I think I stick with it because it's mm-hmm. a place for all women. And even if they don't stick with the game, like I think it teaches everybody something about themselves and makes you stronger. Like whether it's physically yeah. or mentally, um, even if it frustrates you, <laughs> you know. Like it, you, you come out of it a little stronger mm-hmm. than you did when you yes. started it. And I don't know a lot of other sports, maybe besides martial arts, but like that has a whole other element to it. That's like your own individual growth, but like to be on a team and like feel that support. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I, I just like love the fact that I could go up to anybody I saw on the street, identify it as female and say, Hey, you could play on a women's rugby team. And they'd be like, Oh, maybe not. And I'm like, no, you could, like, I know you could, like, it would be, like, you know, if you wanted it, you yeah. could. And I, I love that about the sport and the opportunity it provides yeah. people to try and, like, you... strengthen themselves always. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is all the golf claps over here. For you. Thank you very Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. I agree, too. I think we all, we all love it. Oh, man, for that. It's just a place yeah. where you can be yourself and be safe and grow around people who are on the same different same projectile to yeah, of growth definitely. although and it's like the, specific yeah. to each person I got to meet a lot of different people from different walks of life too, yeah that you know I think it, I think it attracts like people like myself but also people not like myself and that was cool to have that opportunity to meet people mm-hmm. from all over from different perspectives different different kinds of athletes you know awesome yes yep agree cool okay so do you have a oh, glory moment to share I with us to prepare a glory moment um glory. i mean when i think about glory and rugby i always kind of automatically go to um uh, when we played for chesapeake actually i think i think you were gone by this point um uh-huh. so we had gotten bumped down one year to division three because of our record the prior year. And yeah, it was pretty, it was a pretty big bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the goal of the season was like, go to yeah. playoffs and get back into the division two. Uh, so I think the glory moment is yeah. that division three playoff season and that game, um, mm-hmm. which 
it was in Virginia Beach in April or May, beginning mm-hmm. of May. It was hot. Oh, my God. It was so mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I think we played at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. it was, like, almost 90 degrees by that point. People were sweating. And, oh, no. like, one girl, like, threw up. It was like, awful. It was so hot. It was really close game. Um, oh. Katie, our scrum half, I'm pretty sure had the flu, which in in these times, thinking about playing rugby and, like, even exposing yourself to people when you're sick, it's, like, unheard of. But that's what we did. Uh, so, like, if your scrum half is, like, right. ready to faint. Definitely. And just, like, we just came together and we were, like, okay, like, it's super hot. It sucks. Like, the game was pretty close. Um, and it was just, like, a back-and-forth game, like, try here, try there, try here. I think we won it by, like, only maybe a try, like, or three points or something. It was super close. But that, like, moment of cool. holy shit, we did it. Like, we got knocked down. And it sucked, and we won like every game that season, and then got to like battle it out on the hottest day ever. And that was just like, and I was actually looking at the pictures of it from the like the other day, and all of us, every single one of us, just like beaming, like the smiles, like the just like joy. We're all exhausted and like so happy. And I think it was like that was just such a great day, yeah, um, to be on that team and like. We all just felt mm-hmm. it. We, we all had little medals, you know, we got little medals and we were like, yes, we, like, we're all wearing our medals, like, and yeah. we're, like in our sports bras with our medal. Like that was the look and that was the vibe. It was so, it was just so fun. Like, I just remember that being such a fun day. Um, that game was brutal. It was really hard. I think yeah. I remember at one point, <laughs> I, uh, Casey oh. came up to me in the middle of it. She was one, one of our centers and she was like, Mudge. I don't have anything left. And I was like, you have to, like, I was like, you don't have a choice. I was like, you have to give me like, give me till halftime. Like you have to like, please like give me 10 more minutes. Like it, that's like, it was that kind of game where like people are admitting, like I am so done. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but you can't stop. <laughs> and then she did it. She turned it on. She was like, okay. Yeah. Like, and that's all like she needed was like the reassurance of like, mm-hmm. I know you're tired, but you're not tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to keep going. Um, so that, that was, like, glory day for sure. You can was, do it. Was that game and, like, that season and just being able to level up the next season and uh, prove ourselves worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Came together. Common goal. And I, I know that, that when you win something so big yeah. like that, there's, like, yeah. an electricity that moves through the team. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really special, powerful feeling. Cool. That was great. And lastly, if you have a little funny anecdote yeah, to share with um, us too, I had a few, that'd but be great. I, one that um, I always remember is about our dear, dear field. Well, not about the field, but at, at Bocek, uh, Bocek Park in Baltimore. Um, we're warming up yeah. and uh, we realize that uh-huh. the jerseys are not in the car that they're supposed to be in and they're back at someone's house. And it's about like 15 minutes to kick off. <laughs> we're like, oh no. And so we're like calling people and like trying to get someone's like sister <sighs> to go back to the house and like pick up the jerseys. And we're freaking out, which now that I look back on it, I mean, it probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal to like wait 10 minutes and for us to get our jerseys. But we were freaking out at the time. Um, <laughs> so, so we're yeah. waiting, we're like warming up. And literally, I mean, the ref is like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, we're waiting for our jerseys. Like, they're coming. We swear. And it's like, dude, we got to start. Like, it's like two minutes to kick off. Like, we know, like, we just want jerseys. Like, no jerseys, no pennies, like, nothing. We're just, like, in our warm-up. And um, I just remember this moment so clearly. as like, we see the truck that we know is coming with the jerseys, like, pull up to the side of the field. And all of us at once, I was just like, okay, like, starting 15, like, go get your jersey and we're running across the field everyone's taking their shirts off like as they're running and like throwing them behind them and like running to the truck and like (laughs) rifling through the bag and like throwing jerseys on and then running back to midfield to like do kickoff and it was just like so ridiculous (laughs) 
And you know, there's like, um, there's like a basketball court there and there's like little kids like playing basketball. They're just watching like all these grown women just like throwing their shirts off like randomly. <laughs> like, uh, I just like remember that because like that's just sometimes how it was. Like it was just sometimes like organized chaos and it shit cracks uh-huh. me up because I just like see everyone with their shirts off yes. in their sports bras throwing their jerseys on. And like those jerseys are tight, Suze. You remember like people trying to run people trying to run and like get the yeah, super I tight, 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 tight jersey back on oh my god I just like love that so much it's <laughs> yeah. a great right? image I yep. I can see it honestly <laughs> I can see it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so great so so great I know it's, it's fun Man, to, this to has look been so back much fun. and um I can't believe it like if I had been playing this year I think I would have been playing for 10 years so it's been quite the journey like such a bigger part of my life than I think I realized until I really think about it um yeah my joke is like I got this (laughs) tattoo on my my wedding finger because I'm married to the game and it yeah and it won't like it it doesn't stop you know I stopped playing for a couple years and now I'm like I'm gonna make a podcast so now basically like at least two days a week I'm just gonna be talking about rugby and it's it's giving me joy and it's letting and it's letting me talk to like it was Saturday and we were Mm -hmm. all gathering to get ready for the game and uh we uh we had to assign someone to like bring the jerseys each week um my friends better and talk to people about this thing that we love it has its own spirit I think it's a good way to like heal a little bit from not playing so like oh if I can continue to talk about it and like interact with the people I used to play with and like keep that keep that connection Mm -hmm. alive is really cool with you I agree with you so I hope this like scratches the COVID the lack yeah, of rugby that, COVID and, uh, that we all have just like a PSA for anybody who just, watches Six Nations they're streaming it on Peacock streaming four ninety nine a month you can watch Six Nations game so cool <laughs> very very cool very cool <laughs> sponsored by Peacock. that's a with you exclusive <laughs> no that <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like not really nobody's paying me to do this it's <laughs> okay this is wow thank you so much this has been so great um I'm gonna have to have you back yeah. on like later later to talk thank about you. more stuff it's been it's been super cool appreciate you and uh yeah for sure uh, you, you too you were immediately like yeah I want to do this <laughs> this is cool and yeah. I, I like really love that support so okay um Thanks. I'm going to let you go. Have a have a wonderful yeah. night. Talk to you later. Man. <laughs> Click subscribe to get new episode notifications the day they drop and never miss a show. Email me if you want to share your stories at suze at withyoupodcasts.co. That's S-U-S at withyoupodcasts.co. My love to you all and thanks for stopping by.